Thanks for tuning in to LGR Reviews on the Let's Get Ready Network, the place for coverage of all the things you love. On this feed, we cover movies, TV, video games, and more. If you're interested in supporting the network, you can subscribe to our Patreon at patreon.com slash LGR underscore network. And please leave a rating and a review of this episode. Enjoy the show, everyone. Like always, thank you to the Patreons out there for doing their thing, just allowing us to be able to do what we do, talk about shows and stuff that we watch and all this other stuff. Uh, also, shout out to the homies over here, part of the group that does Open Table every Friday night where they talk about just all kinds of stuff, random and everything else. I don't know if this is a past one or not, but I just had the thumbnail here. I want to throw it up and give them a shout out. So if you're out there, uh, go out there and watch their show, The Open Table. I highly enjoy it myself and everything else. And it's me and Caleb here with the next uh 30 coins but you know what the funny part is is i was all hyped up about like advertising for the channel i forgot to hit this so with the advertisements out of the way and everything like i said before we hit that intro, and then we're going to talk about 30 Coins. If I'm not mistaken, this is episode four of the second season uh, and everything else. But, yeah, dude, uh, straight up, uh, 30 Coins, man, it's been hitting it. Uh, the, I'll tell you what, that, that was last week's. So, but, but anyway, I was still advertising. It's still yeah. good. But the thing of about it, you know, the thing about it is, is like uh, I think all four episodes so far of 30 Coins has been solid. And when I say that, it's because yeah. if you're watching this show – and uh what's up brandon thanks for joining the slide but like if you're if you're watching this show like i've said before multiple times and it is you're watching this show for fun you're not going to be watching this show to try to like have like the best uh, plot points ever there's some plot armor obviously in certain particular characters i mean that stuff happens in almost every show but this show has a lot of fun with it and everything else but we always have some kind of like uh crazy mechanical thing or or supernatural thing or someone dying somehow in almost every episode and that's some of the enjoyment that you can have with this right here man it's like uh super fun if you like those kind of things and i yeah, yeah. i actually enjoyed this episode it is more of a build-up which i'm fine with they had three episodes that had a bunch of like action and some crazy stuff happening this episode was a little slower and i'm not saying that it was slow because it wasn't by no means it still had some like uh, weird things going on and stuff like that. Uh, but like there was a little bit more story involved in here, which I actually appreciate because now it's kind of like building up uh, throughout the rest of the season that now we kind of know like where Paul Giamatti's character is going. Now we understand a little bit about more about what he's doing and what kind of character we spent more time with him in this episode than I think we have in any of the other episodes. But I'll tell you what, man, there's a part of this episode that I think, uh does indiana jones better than indiana jones did in the last movie oh yeah that that's exactly what i was thinking i was like this is like an indiana jones type of adventure episode uh that, that, it was definitely reminding me giving those type of vibes uh pretty much throughout when they were you know going through the whole tunnels and having a secret key that opens different passageways so it was like and then having the the booby traps when the, when they first think you know get in there or when they take a book like like yep. uh, indiana jones would take an item and then 
it starts uh, everything else starts coming after him trying to kill him um so yeah I, was, I, I definitely pretty much felt the same way you did with that no yeah dude like uh straight up that particular scene i think is one of the reasons why i kind of enjoyed this episode like uh even more than i would normally like in a story part of an episode just because of the fact that like like I said, it did, did Indiana Jones better than Indiana Jones did in the last mo couple of movies they made. Uh, instead of a boulder coming after him, you know, it had like the actual like mechanical things with like knives and stuff that were trying to stab him. That was kind of going after him through this like library thing that was set up. Uh, it had a couple of different ones doing that. Like I thought it was actually uh, it was cheesy at points, but that's part of this show. Right. Like there's a lot of cheese in this show. But like I love it because of what kind of setting it's in and what's going on and what's happening around it and stuff. But it, it's like a, this weird mixture of like cheesy horror, like kind of stuff happening mixed in with like serious, like story stuff. Like when they get into the actual like story, like the main proper story part of it, like some of the side stuff that's happening uh, can be cheesy or, or not as good. But then when they get into the main part of the story, like the main plot, uh, it does really well. I think it tracks really good. Um, for instance, like I'm not digging a hundred percent the YouTuber and uh, with like, that's exactly what I was going to say. Yeah. Like, I pretty much felt the same way. Uh, I, I, I kind of feel like that part with her and Antonio and we still don't know what's going on in the castle. Uh, I kind of felt like that, that part. I mean, we're already like, we're already in episode four. I mean, we first saw the the, uh, the castle in episode one where her her friend dies, and we yep. still have no explanation of what the hell's going on in there, and we still don't know why he's getting all these messages. He's just getting messages for no, you know, whatever reason. Um, and it just kind of like I just felt kind of it was kind of dragging a little bit, and uh, that that whole story plot um, hasn't really gone uh, much of anywhere yet. So yeah, definitely uh, feel the same way. No, yeah, I totally agree with you. Like, it's one of those things to where I think this uh, show can get by with it because you have the fun, you know, you have the kills and stuff and the deaths and the interesting, like every episode pretty much either has like an interesting kind of creature or supernatural deal or like, a, like I said, the last couple episodes had like these mechanical things, like the Grim Reaper seemed like a mechanical thing from the last episode uh that looked pretty cool and then this one during like the indiana jones portion i'm going to call it like you had the different things that mechanical that was coming after them you know as they were trying to go through the library which i thought was pretty cool but like the one thing that i think is lacking lacking in some shows is like their side quest i'll call them you know what i'm saying because i play like world of warcraft so you got your main quest you got some side quests side quest stuff may not be as exciting or whatever but you can get past that because the main quest stuff is really good and I think a lot of shows have a problem with their side quests not being that good, but then like their main story isn't all that great either. And that's where I think the show can fail. I think you can have okay to not super great side quests going on as long as at the end they come together and there's a reason to tell that part of the story, right? So I'm pretty sure there's going to be a reason why we're following the YouTuber and Antonio and stuff like that in the show. Like I said, it's not the most interesting. It's borderline right now. Like the guy who used to be like the sergeant of the town that's friends with Antonio and stuff that they've gotten the uh, insane asylum now. Uh, like his part of the story is like, I'm going to yeah. wait and see on it. I don't I don't want to judge it yet, but it's still not super exciting yet. Part of the uh, yeah, I mean, story, if we didn't get the payoff, if we didn't get the payoff of knowing what they were doing with the with the mental patients and seeing yeah. that they're they were going through their memories to find 
uh, the coins. If we didn't get that, I was going to, I, I kind of felt the same way as the YouTuber. It was like, okay, this is going nowhere too. What the hell is going with all the people in the facility? And it, that, that was kind of going nowhere until we, um, but then we did get the payoff and like, okay, now we know what they're doing. So, yeah. Okay. I get that part, but. Right. And with the main story, like the main story plot, like of the coins and how, like the different people that are collecting them and getting them, you know, uh, Paco's ex-wife, like doing her thing and stuff. Like she throws another mug, just kills another guy straight up. You know, we got that priest that's kind of been from last season into this season, the first few episodes. Uh, he just gets thrown out a window, dies. Like just, psh, she's like, I don't need you no more, asshole. Bam. He just flies out the window dead. And it's oh like, God. damn, you tore off his fingers. Yeah, his fingers that got tore off. And now he's, now. Right, right, right. So like totally agree. <clears throat> But like I said, the main plot, those things are happening are like kind of exciting and you're super interesting. They make that story like really good. So that's the one thing, like I said, that makes the the, the show pretty strong is like the main plot. The main story is always pretty good. You always get something that's, sim, you know, uh, to good, to great, to even ex super exciting sometimes and stuff like that. And that, that that's why I think the show overall is good because it's got the stuff that I like. It's got some of the gore stuff that I can deal with. And it doesn't happen all episode two. It's not overdone. It's always like one scene, basically. One or two scenes, an hour-long episode. It's like fine. So you get that. You get that little bit of fun. You get a lot of times like somebody uh, dying in a creative way in a decent amount. Um, like in this episode, uh, the whole guy who kind of stole the book after they came out of the library – and was like running away from him, and he like stops for a second and turns around. He gets hit by a train. Yeah, see, that and, was like, good for it. That was a good part. The, you know, the, the funny part, like these are the things <laughs> that almost don't make sense to a certain point, right? Because you're like, he just got hit by a speeding train. He should be a glob <laughs> of goo. But the funny part is, it's like he doesn't get demolished completely. Like his body kind of looks intact. It's just like one of his He's arms. Got one limb left. Yeah, his one arm like his leg off, right? off. Yeah, so like that, and, and that's the scene on its own that, that that like maybe giggle a little bit, but it's like I'm like, bro, this yeah. dude just got hit by like a speeding train, and you can still tell who he was. Like he should just be a a mess, you know what I'm saying? Like a splat, you know, on the side of the uh, train tracks, but his body's pretty much intact except for his arm over there that's still holding on to the book which i thought was funny like his his arm that is not even attached to his body anymore is still holding on to like uh the briefcase or satchel or whatever it was that was holding the book that they were trying to get and then like he's holds on to some other chain i think that's connected to the actual uh pack and everything else yeah. and uh, then like as soon as she rips the book from him he like dies instantly so that book we know has got some kind of power i guess and whatnot but and pretty much in this one, like one of the bigger points is that Paul Giamatti, like his character, uh, we find out actually has been collecting coins because all we see him is is buying these random things. Right. Like he's got a bunch of money. Obviously, he can yeah. fly around the world. He's collecting all these like objects and everything. In the last episode, he collected like a briefcase that, it, that if you open up and you're looking at it with your eyes, like you pretty much just die. Like that's what happened to that guy who looked into the briefcase. Uh, in the last episode so you know he's got something powerful there you know probably pertaining to god because of you know anybody that looks upon god mm -hmm. can't survive kind of thing and that's what they're playing with there and like in this episode though we find out that he may be in cahoots with these people that are running that asylum that that like i i, I want to just say it's a fake hospital basically it's like 
oh, we got this hospital here that's taking care of all these patients that came out of the town that are they're claiming that are insane. And uh, they're doing like memory test things on them to try to figure out maybe where a coin is here and there. In this episode, they end up finding one of the other coins and the guy gets on the phone. Then it cuts to Paul Giamatti. Well, it cuts to this guy walking with a briefcase. And then he walks onto Giamatti's plane and he's like, yo, dog, here you go, basically, and gives him a coin. And then he opens up another briefcase that's got his collection so far. And shit, it looked like he had maybe about 15 of those suckers. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, and, I, uh, and then, um, so yeah, yeah. apparently he's working with, um, uh, you know, Pop's wife. I don't know if that he really wants to work with her or yeah. he wants to get her coins. Um, so I have to see about that because she's trying to, she's trying to flex on him saying, nah, look at my power. And he's yeah. like, well, calm your ass down. I got way more than you do. Yeah. So she like turns plane upside she like turns his plane upside down in this episode and like throws a guy up against a wall and everything showcasing her power and he's like talking to her and then she slowly puts things everything back together because paul giamatti like uh kind of tells her the way it is and kind of stuff and she's kind of like okay cool i realize that but like uh yeah he technically has way more power than her and she doesn't know it right like because i mean she yeah. technically if you say like how many coins you have gives you the most power then he would have more power but i actually think he's super smart because i actually think that he realizes there's something special about her right that she's not just collecting coins and getting power there's something about these coins that are like choosing her and wanting to be with her because if you mm -hmm. notice like almost anytime anybody we thought it was just that one coin at one time but now it looks like that almost any coin that she gets becomes very attached to her somehow and like if anybody tries to get them, like she's ripping fingers off because like the coins want to be with her so bad. They literally just like almost like magnetism, like super strong magnets are like going back to her almost every time. I think Paul realizes there's something up with her. Because I think that she's powerful, not really by the number of coins. I think there's something else happening that's making her like more powerful than you normally would be with those amount of coins. Like. I would have been interested in her with just that one coin she started out with, say, going up against a guy that had like three coins and like legitly had like a fight. Because yeah. I actually think that her with her one coin, because there's some kind of special connection, is actually more powerful than a, or just a random guy with three other coins. Like, I actually think that she's more powerful than them, like with the three coins. Now she's got like six, I think it is, or whatnot. So the story's progressing mm -hmm. like that. Um you know, there's a couple of things we know that Antonio and them are trying to find out, like basically what their job is going to be in this season is like finding out some information that we need to know that's going to be able to help like uh, them in the end, you know, like to uh, win or stop them from doing what they're trying to do um, and that kind of thing. And then we got home do this investigating the hospital like we were talking about earlier. So we're able to see what kind of testing they're doing with these cats and everything else and what they're actually trying to do. So now we know what that little hospital thing's doing. Uh, over there so that's fine so now we got that and then you got paco and the girl you know going around doing the thing uh it I was kind of weird like the spider was still alive yeah it is still alive the spider baby was still alive uh and now, now it's dead, now, yeah, it's it, dead now, now it's dead but oh, it got stomped it got stomped to the ground paco stomped that mug but like the thing about it is yeah, yeah i did is, i didn't know that that she didn't she when she passed out the last episode she didn't even know that you know, she didn't actually have a baby. No, I, I think they were trying to put 
this is one of those kind of cheesy things, right? So like a lot of the story is good, like I was talking about, and then you have all the action and scenes and stuff that are really cool that you enjoy and have a good time with. This first part of this episode, I think, was the weakest almost, like besides maybe yeah. the YouTuber and Antonio, like they're going to be battling out for the weakest part of this episode just because of the simple fact that like when it comes down to it, you're sitting over here and uh, you see like she's like, oh, where's my baby at? Even though technically you know that she knows it's something weird because she went from being barely pregnant to fully pregnant to having the thing within like mm -hmm. uh what a day or two so like she knows there's something going on right and the spider thing that grew inside of her somehow or another had a key inside of it for her to even be able to open up and try to find those books they ended up finding in the episode mm -hmm. but like you know her her they, acting something in her mouth yeah something and then like i guess the like spider the, grew but it's some of that weird supernatural stuff right yeah. it's whatever but like <laughs> basically the, the thing that i didn't like about this scene is kind of the way she was acting was kind of like okay dude like you know something's weird with the pregnancy because she was trying to act like she had like a normal child for the longest time paco's like trying to tell her mm -hmm. then they show her actually what came out of her was the spider thing and there's like a cool scene of them like basically doing almost a biopsy to the spider that ends up coming back to life basically or never really dying, but like actually starts doing its thing. So you have the scene where there's a creature, obviously the spider in this one, jumping on people, almost like it was trying to get back into her. Like it kept trying to go after her, like uh, for whatever reason. But all of it is, like I said, crazy and pretty interesting. There are some weak points here and there, though. And, you know, we can talk about them because yeah. like and another, another weak point is how he reacts to, to stuff like. Yeah, he's still acting like everything's fine, and he's acting all lovey dovey, trying to, like you can't see that she's all messed up. I mean, she just didn't bro, help. You no, can tell, yeah, spider baby. That's like, a good point, going, bro. That's a good point. Like you can tell this isn't done in America because I don't know if some of the writers and stuff would even put a couple of things in there because that's one of the things you could talk about, especially at the beginning of the episode. Is he's trying to steal Mac on her because obviously he loves her, he finds her attractive and stuff like that. But he's trying to like Mac on her and stuff a little bit here, like you said, trying to give her a kiss. Like, but all these weird shits happening, she's not in the right frame of mind right now and all that. But like, he's still trying to, you know, get his Riz game going. Um, there in this whole time, like we saw like one of the first episodes, he's like trying to help her out because she's in a coma where you like have to roll them over and kind of give them a massage so they're like muscles and stuff like that don't get uh you know messed up and everything so you like almost like a rehab thing and like we talked about it like that was the first episode he's like giving her like that little massage and then he like uh yeah. happens to massage like her butt area and then he's like gets excited and has to like leave the room you know what i'm saying so <laughs> there's some of that and then there's like a point like i think in this one like where he's like getting all close to her and stuff and then like uh, she's like, no, I'm still in horrible pain or whatever. Almost like he was trying to hint at like, maybe they could, uh, you know, do some lovey dovey or something like that. And she was like, nah, man, didn't you see that pain that came out of me last episode? Like, I don't I even know, know if I'd want to like, after, seeing that, yeah. after witnessing that, you still want to get up in there? Bro. Yeah, exactly. Like, look, I can see eventually <laughs> like where time, time heals all wounds and maybe you don't remember well, it's been like every a little day. thing or whatever. Bro, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, he's trying to, like, jump up on that, like, pretty quick. And I'm like, bro, did you not see what came out of that vagina? Like, bro, 
like not only was it huge, but it was gross. Maybe you know, got a like maybe a month, maybe a, a a month of showers or something like that could take care of it, and you'd be like, all right, cool. It, it, it yeah. affects you less and less over some time. But damn, son, Paco over here, he's hardcore, bro. He's hardcore. Oh, yeah, Paco. Well, he was late for a long ass time, I guess. He, yeah, she was in a coma for a decent amount of time. So <laughs> it is what it is. But yeah, it and it is fun. <laughs> like I, I do find I do have fun with this series though, because of the fact that it's not like uh American. It's told in a different from a different country's point of view, the way they do stories and stuff like that. And like that's pretty interesting as an American seeing like some of these different ways to tell stories and stuff. Because I actually enjoy this. I wish uh, some of the American writers would come up with some stuff like this because it's fun, man. It's got a dynamic story. Like I said, not everything's 100%. And uh, like I said, we'll bring up and criticize the things about an episode or something like that that we don't think is like the best or part of the story that we don't think is like the best. And even joke around about a couple of things here and there that may not make sense. But overall, the story and the show is enjoyable. It's fun to have like, and, and watch. Like I enjoy it every week. I don't think I'm wasting my time. I definitely recommend it to people like that sort of likes horror thriller uh, likes a little gore here and there, that kind of stuff. Like practical. It looks like they use practical effects. It doesn't look like it's CGI, like those kind of things. Like the, the spider almost looks like a puppet at times or whatever. Now that might be CGI, but like a lot of the other stuff that we see uh, looks pretty practical in a lot of cases. Like, you know, the, the guy's arm being laying over there holding the, thing after he gets hit by the, the train and all that good stuff like it looks practical it looks pretty good and I like to see that kind of stuff yeah. but before we started Caleb uh, you had said this is probably the weakest of the four you think this is the weakest episode of the four episodes we've watched so far yeah I mean there was no you know crazy looking creature um, you know, yeah we'd like already seen the spider so that wasn't new yeah, the newest thing the that we human, got in uh, fights. Yeah. And uh, with the, the townspeople that he was having a sword fight, it was, it was okay. Um, right. Yeah, and then just kind of dragging with the YouTube uh, Nanto, YouTuber Nanto, that, that was a little dragon part. So, yeah. Uh, um, but, you know, we got some story stuff. But, um, yeah, I wouldn't say it was like, you know, anything, you know, big and crazy like what happened in the last episode of the, the scene. Um, nothing like that happened this episode. So, um, no, nah, I mean, I kind uh, of agree with you because the spider you can't count as new. That's something we saw last episode. It just kind of finished in this episode. Um, the only thing you could say that was kind of new in this episode and everything was like the machinery things that had built for traps and like the Indiana Jones section that we were talking about earlier. Uh, that was kind of new, but it wasn't like over the top or anything that you sometimes see in the yeah. show. So, yeah, I would agree with that. I mean, I'll be honest with you. I was okay with the whole episode, but I really thoroughly enjoyed the Paul Giamatti stuff that was in this episode, along with Paco's ex-wife. Uh, that parts of the episode, like those things I found intriguing. Like I said, and I did, you know, I was interested in the, uh, like the guy who was a sergeant in last season, who's like Antonio's friend that was in the hospital. Because... I think we did get decent story there and there was a little bit of excitement about him trying to sneak around and try to find out information 
and everything else. So it was like kind of like a little bit of an espionage feel, him trying to be sneaky and stuff like that. So I kind of like that part too. But there were moments, like I said, the very beginning of the episode, like when she was trying to act like that was like she had a kid and wanted to see her kid and everything else. All that kind of drug on a little bit. And then uh, the parts where, like I said, like we've said multiple times now, YouTube girl and Antonio, not the greatest part of it, but that could change. Like next episode, maybe their story gets like real interesting and we see a lot of things happening there. So uh, we'll go from there. We'll take it as it is. But yeah, man, we this has been one of our longer reviews talking about the different stuff in this one because uh, we kind of keep these short but sweet. If if you are uh, on the YouTubes and you see this afterwards, uh, we do these live every uh, every uh, Thursday at 1015. Uh, now, I think next week, because of Thanksgiving, we may do a different day. I think we may, uh, may be settling on possibly doing like Friday or something like that uh, for the episode. Um, but every other one's going to be at 1015 on Thursday night. You can jump over here on YouTube whenever we go live and, uh, and see this episode live. And we would really like to talk to you guys. So like if we had more people watching live and they were like uh, coming up with the comments and asking questions about the show and everything else, we would answer those live like uh, and everything else. If you want to jump in on that, jump in on that. But if not, if you just like watching it afterwards, uh, jump on the YouTube, man. Send us a comment. Me or Caleb, uh, you know, answer your question or just make a comment. Like if you like the show or not, man, if you find it intriguing, if you find it fun. Uh, I'm more about the fun part of it. I don't think it's ever going to be called the greatest show of all time. I don't think it's never going to reach that level, but it's interesting. It's fun. And uh, to be honest with you, there's not too many things that, that are new. You can go back and watch like old episodes or something like we got rewatchers cancel happening right now where they're talking about Buffy the Vampire Slayer. They're going back and rewatching the old show Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Uh, that's fun stuff. But as far as like some of the new shows and stuff, man, I, I don't have as much fun with. There are some still big time. Like, I can't wait for uh, the House of the Dragon season two to come out. That's going to be super fun. I know you're down oh, for that yeah. stuff because uh, you love Game of Thrones oh, yeah, as man. much or more than I do. Can't wait. Can't wait. Absolutely. We'll definitely be doing reviews for the House of Dragon when that pops up uh, and everything else. But uh, thank you guys. If you've been here this long, please uh, give us a like, man. And subscription to the channel and stuff and we'll be covering more and more things uh the strikes are over with so there's gonna be more and more news come out there's gonna be more and more things to talk about uh and i actually been like going through my head where like you know what man I, I just feel like yo i need to concentrate on something that i'm good at that i love and talk about and so i might be starting to do uh basically like a horror theme show where i just talk about like uh my favorite genre and the whole thing uh talk about horror and the different movies and stuff I've liked over the years and some of the new stuff, like covering some of the new stuff and stuff that comes out. But we'll see where that goes. That's just ideas floating out there. But thank you, guys. And until next time, peace.